Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast with three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location. But they have formed a bond and work together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path. Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again? It's, it's another, another VO, VO podcast. podcast. Okay, okay, guys. Sorry, I get it. Come on. You're not my dad's. Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome back to It Is Another VO Podcast. I'm Jake Sanders, and I'm here with Alden Schoenberg and Troy Holden. Guys, how you doing today? Hello. Doing good. Doing good. Good, good. That's yeah, good for, a, for a Monday. For a, for a Monday. But it's the Rock, Monday yeah. before July 4th. That's so right. To, you might be listening to this later on, but for us, it is the Monday before July 4th. I don't know about you guys, but based on the uh, out of offices I'm seeing today, I think I'm going to take tomorrow <laughs> off and head to the lake with some friends. Are y'all doing that? Sounds like oh, a good yeah. plan. Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing anything after probably after lunch today. Oh, nice, nice. That's even better. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you guys this question real quick. When it comes to July Fourth food, what like sticks out to you? What kind of food sticks out to you? I do not want a freaking hot dog. Okay. What about you, Alden? Homemade ice cream. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's have a good Homemade yeah. ice cream on 4th of July, man. Yeah, yeah. that sounds really good. Okay. We're, we're going up to uh, in-laws, and they usually do like brisket and stuff like that. So I've gotten spoiled the last several years. No more hamburgers, hot dogs. It's great. Well, I am that's... glad you said that. Because, let's see, Alden, you live in you live in Missouri, correct? Yes. And yep. you live in Tennessee, right, yep. Troy? I live yep. in Texas. What kind of food... Do you think is popular between those three states? Oh, barbecue! I'm barbecue. gonna say barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. You guys are correct. Yeah, I yeah. found a list, and it's by <laughs> MapQuest, so it might be you know don't take its word for it. <laughs> but there are it lists eight states with the best barbecue. I want to see if you guys can guess the top three. Oh, uh. Mm. Top three states. St- states, yeah. That's interesting because I mean Kansas City barbecue, guys. Come on, come on. I want to. I'm going to go barbecue. I'm going to say and Kansas City. I'm going to say also Memphis. North Carolina. They love their barbecue. That's true. Over North Carolina, they're okay. different about it. You know who puts coleslaw on barbecue, but <clears throat> they're different about it. And uh, <laughs> it's probably Texas. All right, Troy. What do you say? It takes the number one spot. Oh, uh, number one spot. I'm gonna go with with Kansas City. I it's, I, I just hear that so much. I want to say Memphis because it's home, but no, mm-hmm. well, not home, but close. But I, I'm All gonna right. say maybe Kansas City. So since we're doing states, I'll, I'll, I thought I was naming the top three. By the way, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, we are gonna name the top three. But if you okay, so you both, so you say Texas Alden for number one, and you say um, we'll same as. In my heart, Missouri's number one. Right. I'm going to go Missouri, Texas, North Carolina. Missouri, Texas, North Carolina. Okay, Troy, and then what do you want to do? I'm leaning Missouri, Tennessee, Texas. Missouri, Tennessee, Texas. Okay. Memphis barbecue is pretty big. 
Yeah. yeah. And again, I want to try all of those. I especially want to try Kansas City barbecue since I've oh. seen Ted Lasso. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I want to get on that. I have this feeling that none of these states are in the top. <laughs> they better be. If it's some dang thing like Utah, I'm going to. I'm walking I know. out of this podcast. I know. I know. Number I'm one leaving. is actually Hawaii. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. um, it's not. Uh, I've, so, my, I've, I've, I've put a pineapple on the grill before. Oh well, sure. You you got to have pulled pork with some grilled Hawaii, uh, some grilled pineapple sometime for sure. But all right, I'll, we'll get to the list then. Um, you guys are both technically wrong, but you're not wrong. I mean, because again, it is biased. This is all based on what I'm seeing here on MapQuest travel. But according to MapQuest oh, travel, what do they know? Texas, right? What do they know? Texas has the best barbecue in the U.S., followed by Tennessee, followed by Missouri. So the I'll be darn. Look at that. The reason <clears> I picked <throat> this is because when I saw this list, I was like, hey, those are all three states that we live in, and this will be kind of fun to discuss, especially right around July 4th. So yeah. that's what I wanted to put out there today. And uh, like we were talking about, because it's July 4th, we're all planning on, you know, Troy, you're planning on stepping away after lunch. Um, and I think, Alden, you said you're probably not going to do much tomorrow because, you know, we probably won't get anything tomorrow. Yeah, um, I'll probably do some behind the scenes stuff whenever I sure. have some moments. Sure, sure. But that's what I wanted to talk about today is stepping away from VO, especially when it gets a little trying on our on our mental health, so to speak, because as we've mentioned several times, there is a lot of rejection in this industry and it's hard to deal with you kind of get down on yourself and sometimes we just need to reset you know just like step away from the booth and stop thinking about voiceover for a little bit you know maybe not a whole lot of time because it is our bread and butter and you always have to go back to work but it's nice to get out and do something else you enjoy oh yeah because as much as i like voiceover there are a lot of other things that i'm into you know um yep. so yep, good point that being said, like, what are some of the things y'all do to step away? Um, let's start at you, Troy. Like, what do you do to, like, get your mind reset or to, like, what brings you peace? What do you like doing to just kind of get your mind off of things when, when VO's kind of got you down? I'm the worst example out of the three of us, probably. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, Great. Because, and that yeah, may be a good you. thing because, you know, Tell I us how hear you feel, all perspectives. Um, anytime I'm away during the day, I'm looking at my phone, looking for email. I'm worried about yeah, it. I'm not yeah. there. What if this? What if that? I should know better, um, but I, I just don't do a good job of it. So what I have done lately is even in the house, I put a uh, a container in the kitchen uh, a while back and I put my keys and wallet in there out of habit. And now I put my phone in there. When I walk from the booth up to the house, the phone goes in the container and I focus on what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. in the house with my wife. If we go outside, I don't take it outside with me. And, and people probably have not noticed this, but last year I posted a lot of outdoor stuff, outdoor videos and stuff, because I'd be out on the weekend and whatever. I don't take my phone out with me even on the weekend. Um, so that's one way I'm learning to disconnect. I think that's going to help. And as far as what we were doing before, we used to go to the lake some. We, we got a wave runner and I actually put it up for sale because we're just not using it. Um, but for us, it's just being outside, go up to the pond, hang out with the dogs. Um, you know, we're out feeding our horses and doing that kind of stuff, just being outside. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll take a couple of trips. And the <clears throat> last year, I totally unplugged for that trip, a four day trip. I did no VO work, 
that was fantastic. Uh, this year, I'm going to try to do the same thing, but we're going to be, instead of going over the weekend and doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and coming back Tuesday, we're actually leaving on Sunday and won't be back till Thursday or Friday. So I may, you know, if something comes up and we've already talked about that, but I'm not the good example. I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know, really that's okay am. though. I mean, I like I like what you had to say. And let me ask you this, do you when you go out and you go walking by the pond or you go take care of the horses? I mean, there's got to be especially horses, I feel like, because they use horses in like all sorts of different therapies, you know what I mean? Yes. Like do, do yes. you find anything like therapeutic about being around your horses? Oh my it, gosh, absolutely because horses um I've got different connections with different horses here. I've got yeah. some that I'm very connected to. I've ridden them a lot. I put a lot of work into them. And when I go out and I call them up, these are the two that are first to come to me. You know, yeah. they're here quick. And so for sure, when I go out and uh, brushing them, rubbing them, getting the fly spray on them this time of year, you know, it's, it's very therapeutic knowing you're taking care of them. Mm-hmm. The other therapeutic thing at the pond is that the pond is full of, uh, channel catfish, a couple of albino catfish. And it's always fun to look for the albinos because there's only two and you really watch for them when you feed. And then there's a few bass in there and there's a a lot of smaller fish Mm -hmm. uh, that are in there too. But to go up there and walk and watch them, they hear that gator, the vibration in the water. They know we're coming to feed and to see them swarm to one end of the pond and watch them come up and eat and flop around. It's great. I mean, it's just hearing the water splash and all that, really, really relaxing. I mean, I, I could literally go up there and sit in a chair for hours. <laughs> See, know? that sounds like you're not, you weren't a bad example then because you do have something. It doesn't have, I'm not, you know, we're not. there's not a right or wrong answer to this. And I definitely want yeah, to convey but that to folks. I'm, I'm a bad example for, for not letting some of this stuff go mm, uh, I because... I think a lot of it's because I got it when I got in full time, it was kind of sort of unexpected. It was a last minute decision. And it's so important to me to to have success. I have never failed at anything. Uh, and, And gosh, I hate to turn this into something else, but I played baseball as a kid. I was and and I'm not bragging. I was damn good at it. I mean, I was I I, I was a third. I was the 13 and as a 13 year old, no, 14 year old. I hit like 16 home runs that year in Babe Ruth. Nobody ever got close to that. I had college, uh, large colleges looking at me as a freshman in high school. And when I was a sophomore, they took batting practice one day. It had rained and rained and rained. They put a tarp down and I was last to hit because I was a catcher. I got up there to hit the first pitch I swung at. My cleats hung up in the tarp and it totally blew out my right knee. Oh my now, gosh. Here here's the part. Let me here's what makes it more interesting. This was like 1978. They didn't do arthroscopic surgery and physical therapy and all that back then. They did a surgery <clears throat> on you. They took your whole kneecap out. They cleaned everything out and slapped it back in and good luck. Oh, Troy. So, I tried to walk on in college. I was I was going to make it back. I went on, they took all the walk-ons on one side, the varsity team on the other. They said, you're going to play the varsity. Where do you play? I said, outfield. They put me in right field because I couldn't, I didn't want to catch yet. My knee right, wasn't right. healed up really well. Mm-hmm. So we come in and I had remember I had not seen a pitch since I was 14. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a college pitcher throwing 88 miles an hour. Yeah, they do that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first pitch comes in, thump, I'm like, holy crap. I said, look, you have always been able to hit the ball. It's just faster. See the ball, hit the ball. <laughs> Second pitch came in. I drove that sucker to, to the right center field. It hit the top of the fence and bounced back in. Oh. I, ra- I rounded first to go to second. I was going to eat up a double. Knee buckled. Oh, uh, no. I fell, crawled back to first, got up, shook the coach's hand, and I said, I can't do it. Oh, man. And that killed me. That was the first mm-hmm. defeat in my life I had. Mm-hmm. So from then, I was double determined not to fail. And, you know, from there, it was, you know, wherever I went in business or whatever I did is, you know, work my way up the chain as a manager. You can't do that without a college education. You can't be this or, right. or, or an executive. Yeah. Yes, I was. I was a vice president at <clears throat> Nissan for Nissan Trading. Wow. And I didn't even, I didn't have a college education, but I learned the freaking business inside out. So yeah. that's why I am like I am, if that's the backstory. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're yeah, fine. No. That was great to hear. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. I, I, you know, you got that determination and I know we're, and we're going to get back to topic real quick, but, um, you got that determination, man. And, and, and knowing you these, these last, I don't know, six months or so now, I mean, like, I fully believe that you're going to keep, continue to be successful because you are successful at this. And, um, I, you know, I'm glad that you do have what you have and you're able to step away, visit your animals and your, your horses, your fish, your pond and all that good stuff. That's, that's. That's great stuff. And I, I just encourage you, you know, next time you do step out there to just kind of see if you can just let go of the VO stuff for a little while and just take in the peace and, and tranquility you get from hanging out with your animals and whatnot. You know, let, let VO kind of slip away for just a little bit. It's, now, it's possible. It, I think I know what you're into, but is there anything oh, that yeah. you want to add to all this? <laughs> well, let me uh, say that, yes, I. I he was talking about sports there at the end and yeah and i also and you know and maybe he'll talk about this later when he stops hitting his head on the microphone yeah i had, a, I had a crash <laughs> under my desk sorry did you blow out your knee again yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually my knee hit the trash can and knocked it yeah. over Oof. I, I know that troy has started uh working out too oh yeah uh, yeah yep. as a part of his regimen and there's something about being physical mm-hmm. doing something very physical that resets your body and your mind, I think, you know, so yeah, Jake, I get out there and I hit the disc golf course yes. almost every day if I can. Sure. And, I'm right and I can't every day, but I, I bet you I'm four or five days a week, you know, that's awesome. out that's... there playing disc golf. And for me, that's a, I'm ending my day. So when I'm, I'm not going to do any more auditions today unless some pop up in the evening and I might run down, down to the booth and do them. But I'm getting out there. I'm erasing my mind of the day, of the frustrations, of the fatigue. And I'm just going to give it all the physicality. And disc golf, I will say, is a great physical sport. You, When you play a round of disc golf, you probably walk one and a half to two miles at least. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and it's not like walking around the neighborhood. You're walking up hills and down hills and... You know, some, if you're not very good through the woods, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's where I'd be. (laughs) And you're working your upper body when you're doing, when you're throwing the disc, you're twisting and turning. There are just, there's, it's great for the physical side of your well-being. And, um, quite frankly, for me, I feel like I'm in better shape than I've been in a long time because I play so many times throughout the week. It's, it is my workout. Yeah. Going out and playing disc golf is my workout. And so, 
I am not thinking about voiceover unless I absolutely have to, unless, you know, an email pops up, not, not a, Hey, here's a new audition, but an email that says, Hey, I have a project for you. Right. We'll get on my phone and I will answer that email. Oh yeah. You know, same here. But other than that, I'm trying not to think about, uh, uh, voiceover, usually talking about what's going on. There's a couple of guys I play with on a regular basis. We talk about what's going on in each other's life, which, you know, Community, have a community of people that you're around. That's mm-hmm. another way to spend some time away from the voiceover grind, you know, is be a part of a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. And I agree with that with that entirely. I mean, have you ever gotten done with like a round of disc golf? Not necessarily. I'm not. And just felt good because of the act, how active you were. Like, you know, after you're like, you have like a good workout, like you might be at first, you're like, but like when you're in the car on the way home or something like that, all of a sudden you just start feeling just deep, like you just feel good inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just because of what that's put you through. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. always, I always like, I chase that feeling. It's almost like just like getting high off of, you know, being active. <laughs> it is, it, you know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Maybe not so much in this 95, 98 degree oh, man, weather no. we're having. Oh. Oh, I yeah. just feel kind of tanked. But I you- was going to ask that. How do you guys do that? I mean, the other day here, the heat index was like 112. It was 90 degrees, but another 22 degrees of I'll index. Tell you, I'll tell you, you either go in the morning or you go in the evening. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I you still you. can't escape the you. heat. It's still out there. It's still yep. chasing you. I'm and, still and we, downing yep. water, but but it's yeah. uh, you don't go during the day where it's like a we desert. We do that. Yeah. We do that yeah. here. We don't go out you know, till four thirty-five, till it's, you know, yeah. that's supposedly the hottest part of the day here is like from one o'clock till five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. and we could wait even later. I mean, we, uh, we could go out. We're so well lit, uh, as far as the barn lots and, and everything out here, we sh- probably should wait till after dark, but we just don't. Yeah. But I mean, it'd be a lot better other than feeding the fish. You wouldn't see as much, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. How dumb. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm going out about 30 in the me. evening up here because we have so much late sunlight, you know, 630 in the oh, evening. Yeah, I forgot fine. about that. Oh, I've gone as late as like 7, 715. Yeah. And like, you know, oh, that's right when I'm starting I'm my second 18. round. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> have sun you guys always, how, always been good at tossing a disc. I mean, was it hard to learn? Because I was that um, kid, I would throw it and it would flip over or it would come back and hit me in the head. I sucked at throwing a Frisbee when well, I was young. Throw, throwing I remember, a frisbee is not the same as throwing a disc. It's, golf. That's true, but I oh, remember yeah. heavier? loving frisbee. Mm-hmm. They are heavier. Oh yes, and yeah. right. they're I'm more sure. aerodynamic. You know, that's it's like hmm. a frisbee is um, light. You throw it kind of, you soft toss it in the backyard. Yeah, a disc golf. They don't call it a throw. They call it a drive for a reason. Because you are, as you, as you would hit a golf ball, you would smack the snot out of that thing to get it down the middle of the fairway. Yeah. That you got to hit a disc just like that with your throw. You got to hit it hard. And so, you know, some of these that are on and there, yes, there is a pro tour for disc golf. Oh yeah. I watch every week. Some of these guys on the pro tour, they clock the disc coming out of their hand in the sixties to 70 miles an hour, even. Mm-hmm. Wow. This it's, is fascinating to me now. It is nuts. It is all, nuts. All I have thought about since I've heard you guys talk about it is how bad I threw Frisbees. And I thought I could never do this, but if it's heavier, because I wanted to be aggressive with a Frisbee and throw it hard and you couldn't because they were so flimsy, you yeah. know, they would just do everything. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. They do. That's they interesting. Because you're just, you're just tossing that in the frisbee yeah. in the backyard. And I love that. I love that in college, you know, catching it behind your head, between your legs, throwing it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and so I think that disc golf attracted me to that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you try to throw a disc the way you threw a frisbee in college, it's okay. not going to work out very Shoot well. Shoot up in the air, you. go straight to the left. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that I found out we have a course here, see, now my interest has peaked. I didn't even oh, know we yeah. had one here until last week. So maybe I invest in one. One. Di- I know you guys No, have go get a starter pack. Go get a starter pack. pack. Starter yeah. pack. Get Is three discs. Works? Yep. Get three discs. One will be a driver. One will be a putter. And then you'll have, I don't know what the third disc like is. A usually, uh, I got mid, a five. Yeah. If you go look at dynamic discs, and not that we're sponsored by them, but if you like look at like dynamic disc starter pack, <laughs> but you we can, can get be. like a, yeah, we could be. If you hear this in your with dynamic <laughs> disc, hit us up. No, um, they have like a five, there's like, there's a three to, or a five pack. I would, I got the five pack and that gave you, that gave me a putter, a driver, a, a mid, a fairway driver, and then a mid. Is that four? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so there might be one other one. There might be another. Oh, it gave me it gave me two fairway drivers, a mid, a driver, yeah. and, a, and yeah. a putter. Yeah. And it comes with a mini too, so you can mark your disc. I would definitely recommend, yeah, just going out there and just getting familiar with your discs. Um, it does take um, a lot. It does take some getting used to and some figuring it does. out. But you got to be patient. There's tons of, there's tons of content. Yeah, you sound, it, it sounds fun. I, I like the idea. It really they is. just opened up. Uh, they just opened up a back nine here. They only had nine. They opened up a back nine, and it's oh, wow. a lot of wood. A lot of woods. They said so. That sounds fun, man. Yep. That sounds yeah, I, fun. I, I'll have to check it out. I get. I, I I encourage you to YouTube it first before you make your final decision because it's yeah. it's, it's a lot more yes. than you would think. Yeah. yeah. Well, my yeah. my oldest son. Oh, but you son can do it, Troy. Plays. You oh, can for totally sure, do for it. Sure. Yeah, my oldest son plays, so I may could talk him into oh, hey, yeah. come, come up, come up and get me through this. Show That's me how to do it. Some quality dad cool. son time too. Yeah, I yeah. play with my dad. My dad's uh, I do too. Seventy two years old. Mine is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I'm just saying. So, and and oh, uh, he started playing with a buddy of his when he retired. My dad retired, and he started playing, and it's been some good exercise. I don't know that he does it. Like I do. He, um, well, I know that he doesn't do it like I do. You get out there every day, but it's fun yeah. to get out there and, and get moving, get walking. And uh, that's yeah. great. There was a there was a he passed away now. There was a hundred year old man in California playing disc golf. And wow. he held wow. the, he held. Can you imagine the world record for distance for somebody a hundred and older? Wow. Well, probably because he has no. He, he may have been the only one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the competition. <laughs> I give it about fifty years, and people who start living past a hundred more yeah, frequently, oh, yeah. and we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, probably so. Um. Well, Alder, is there anything else other than disc golf that you do to like that? Like brings you like kind of like settles your mind or whatnot? Or is that yeah, the big thing um, for you? That's the physicality, but because to me, here's mm-hmm. me to live a balanced life. You have to treat your soul, your body, and your mind. You have to have all of that going, you know. So there is a spiritual, you you know, we've said on this podcast before, our background, you know, what ministry, working in churches was a part of my background. Faith is a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, faith. I keep my soul grounded by, by practicing my faith, by staying close to God. I also keep my physical body in shape, trying to get out and hit the disc golf course, which also keeps my mind occupied because sometimes there's problems to solve when you're out there on the disc golf course. And I try to keep my mind. I like solving puzzles, you know, so I love board games. Dude, I love puzzles. Oh man. I, I, I love playing board games, strategy games. I've got a collection of over 150 or some board. So board games and I uh, love doing that. I have, so I'm, I'm a hobby hobbyist. <laughs> So you've got a lot I out there that interests you. I collect hobbies. 
<laughs> yeah, I hear you. I have I have uh, orchard trees in my backyard, which I I love gardening. I I haven't rebuilt a garden. Um, I miss my garden that I had in Kansas, but um, I've planted some orchard trees, which I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I go out there. Right currently, I'm at battle at war with Japanese beetles trying to <laughs> kill my trees, but I'm winning Japanese day by beetle. day. Going out there, you did, and that you know. My mind's not on voiceover. <laughs> sure, there, sure. You know, protecting like- my trees. I must protect my trees. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not quite into the gardening stuff like my girlfriend is, and she's got tons of plants out there that she that she's yeah. out there protecting. I'm sure and doing stuff with. I I, I like mowing the lawn. Um, you know. Okay. I use my mowing the lawn to like you know almost like decompress. You know. Me too. Just like, I enjoy that too. I enjoy you listen like, to podcasts done. when you're mowing the lawn. I do, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do I'm, listen. I'm to guilty podcasts. of that too. Yeah, I yeah. do listen to this one, just not when I'm mowing the lawn. I'll listen to it if I'm like driving to go play disc golf or something like that, especially if I'm driving far away. But no, I I, I do like listening to podcasts. I listen to. Uh, I grew up in the '90s, so I, I there's a lot of uh, there's a couple of '90s podcasts that have come out lately that I've just been really enjoying with some you know actors that I enjoyed watching you know like on tgif growing up and it's just been a lot of fun doing that um one thing i do is like i i i'm a big i like the marvel movies that come out so like anytime they're coming out man like i'm i'm there at the first showing on that thursday and again we talked about that in the and you know having you know in our why episode Mm -hmm. way back when about having freedom and stuff like that and having this job allows me to just you know like that if it's because they don't come out every week and not even every month but man when a movie comes out that i really want to see i'm there at the first showing and I'm just like, I'm taking the afternoon off, you know? And- well, and there's, and I love those too. And my kids love those. So that's, that kind of brings community mm-hmm. back into, to it because when you're in, and that's almost like a hobby. That's not just vegging out, you know, that's, right, right. that's kind of having a hobby, a fandom uh, yeah. where you can talk about, you can go and find internet sites and, and talk about your favorite, you know, Marvel stuff that's going on. Uh, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot, and um, I've also gotten into poker over the last couple of years. I used to be into fishing, but I, I've kind of, not for any particular reason, just kind of ste- ste- uh, step, stepped back from fishing. I intend to get back into it again because I do yeah. love going out there and fishing, but gotten into poker. There's a poker house uh, near me that I've gone to a couple of times. They've got a couple of uh, free entry tournaments uh, that I'll go play every now and then, especially on a low budget. They're fun to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Haven't won one yet, but you know, that's just how it goes. Um, but one of the benefits that I've seen, you know, I've experienced when stepping away from something that causes like, you know, except for instance, like I, I used to, I taught myself how to play piano way back when, and I'm not any particularly good, but I noticed that when I was learning something and I, I really wanted to learn it, right? Like, just like VO, I really want to be good at at voiceover. I really want to make sure my technique's good, or I really want to make sure I'm doing what I can. And I've, and I was recently told by Brad Highland in one of the sessions I was coaching with, he's like, look, I can tell you want this so bad, but you're still trying a little too hard. Like, he's like, you don't need to try it. Like, Mm. he's like, you know, you've got it. You just you're just trying too hard. And I think that's coming through. You need to like, just be comfortable with yourself. And I think something that helps me Hmm. let go of think of trying too hard is stepping away. And I noticed that when I would be trying to learn something on piano, if I really wanted to learn a song on piano, I'd go find out how to play it and I'd start practicing and I just wouldn't be able to get it. I wouldn't be able to get it or I'd be close, but I couldn't quite get it. So I would step away, go do something else, come back 
and then just give it a try. And on that first or second try, it just almost seems like I just need, that's what I needed to, was to step yeah. away because yeah. all of a sudden I'm getting it. It makes sense. My fingers are moving perfectly. And I think that is a benefit of stepping away from something that you are just trying too hard hmm. at. And Good point. There are people out there that like are obviously naturally good at voiceover and are just they've they've got it. They don't need to necessarily step away. But I bet you anything stepping away and clearing their mind only amplifies their game. And I think it can only amplify our game. And and, Mm -hmm. and when you clear your mind and do something else, just go find something else to do. I'm not saying go make that whatever that is a career, but like just step away, go have fun, go outside feed your fish, feed your horses, go outside, play a, play disc golf, go see a movie, you know, go play a game of poker, whatever that is. I think when we step away and do those things and put the, whatever's bothering us away for a little while, when you come back to, it's almost like you're approaching it in a, from a fresh point of view that you haven't in a while, you know? Yeah. Um, When you've used, when you've applied your mind and your thinking or your physical self to another project, mm mm-hmm. Then you come back. It's almost like you've reset. Yeah, you've hit you've hit the reset button. Exactly. And now you can jump back into what you were doing, voiceover in our in our you know conversation, and it comes much more naturally. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a flex kind of a thing. Yeah, it's almost like you've given your brain time to like kind of uh, process what you were trying to convey yeah. to it. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I got this now, and yeah. it's because yeah. you were able to step away and do something else. Well, and in the problem solving, you know, arena, you're, you're coming at it from a different angle. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can see a new solution that you didn't see before. Oh, yeah. And, <clears throat> and for us in the voiceover, you can come at it with a fresh perspective, you know, so it comes out a little more naturally. You flex those muscles where you are hitting your head against the wall and now you come back to it and you're not hitting your head against the wall. You feel like you've gotten more space to work in. Right. Good point. Very good point. Now, let me ask this, because unless you have more questions for us, I'm curious, what are some unhealthy or bad things to spend time getting away at? I'm just curious what you think, because in my opinion, I think if you're going to spend some time away, it's healthier to do something that's productive. Right. Than it is something that's unproductive. Now, there is time for unproductive stuff. You sure. Know, you, time. you mean that nap I took this morning was unproductive? No, that's productive, no, that man. That, 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 that was totally, totally productive. You probably needed that one. <laughs> yeah, that was but, accidental. But Oh, man. Well, Because, I mean, you, you know, we all know, and we've all been guilty, you can spend hours scrolling through social media, and all of a sudden, where say, yeah. did time go? Good point. And you've got nothing yeah. to show for it, and you you might end up being more frustrated you know, more uh, discouraged after that kind of time away because you felt like you didn't get anything done, you know? Yeah. And it's like, hey, I know the behind the scenes about uh, Jurassic Park now. Like, (laughs) what am I going to use that for? Like, you know, like, you you know, you might use it. (laughs) Okay. Besides bar trivia and on the off chance I get selected to be on Jeopardy. I don't know. Like, you know. uh, Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say is like scrolling through things. And I was even going to go as far as saying is like maybe like just going and watching TV. Now you can I'm not saying don't make time for TV because there's great shows out there that even I enjoy. But like, you know, if yeah, you yeah, find yeah. yourself spending time like oh, nothing's going on. I'm going to go uh, watch TV. And the next thing you know, it's like three hours later. Yeah. You're like, what yeah. did I gain from any of that? You know, yeah. like, there's there's a time and a place for these things. But as far as. 
when it comes to if you if voiceover is your path, if voice voiceover is your career, if you're gonna step step away from it <laughs> to go do something unproductive like that when it's yeah. not time to do those things, then then it be, then it becomes a problem and you're not doing yourself any favors. Right. And whatever it is, if if you do if you do want to step into those things, have a plan. Like time yourself. Don't don't if you're gonna binge watch something. Spread it out. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't watch the whole yeah. season in two nights. <laughs> right. Know? Right. I, I have a habit of pretty much every day, 7.30 to 2.30, I'm going to work. Yeah. Oh, nice. You know, I, I'm going to stop uh, around 11 and and um, um, grab grab a bite to eat. Sure. Right. And then a couple of those days, because of, I'll go to the gym on the weekend as well, I'll go, I'll go to the gym and just do some walking or whatever. I won't do anything extravagant. I'm not gone very long. So I'll spend an hour and a half in the middle of the day doing that. Mm-hmm. But I, but I, but I make sure I'm not busy. I don't have work. You know, I can always come back and catch up auditions and catch up this, that, and the other and email. But if I can leave for an hour and a half, I'll do that a couple of times a week. But I try to focus on blocks of time in that, you know, from seven thirty to eight thirty, I'm doing this. You know, and then from eight thirty to ten, I'm doing this, and then from ten to eleven, this, and I can move that block wherever I need it. But I want I want to be sure I have some sort of workday focus, even yep. though nobody's yep. I'm not accountable to anybody right. but me and you guys because we're going to hold each other accountable. But I want to have some sort of schedule because if you don't, exactly what you're talking about just now can happen. Yeah. And and I've caught myself even sitting here editing and I might be mixing something and I think I need a snippet off of this or I need to find a sound bite for that. And I find that sound bite and then I keep looking at other stuff and and then yeah. start, like you said, 30 <laughs> minutes are gone. And I'm to the point now where I say, All right, I'm gonna grab that and get out of there. I don't watch stuff anymore. I used to go look at stuff I narrated to see what the comments were because people will comment about the narrator. I stopped doing that. I mean, that's a waste of time. It's not going to, it's already done. It doesn't matter. They're not paying me. So what? Right. Right. Say what you will. And, uh, you know, I I quit, I've just stopped going down rabbit holes in the last six months. That's a great counterpoint to our topic though, Troy, because we do need to mentally step away. But if you haven't gone a hundred percent, when it's your work time, mm-hmm. then stepping away is probably not going to reward you like you think it is. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you're on the clock, go put your whole self into it. Put your whole self into, you know, spending your time being productive on your job, on your VO, whether it's auditions, creating new samples, reaching out your direct email, those kinds of things. And then when it's time to, to break, you're, you're going to want it and you're going to need it. <laughs> and it's going to help you. 100%. Yep. Well, guys, we made some good points today on, on, on what we wanted to talk about as far as stepping away and what what benefits there are to it and stepping away when you probably shouldn't kind of thing and, and, and the downside that can be. Uh, so I appreciate you guys talking to me with uh, talking about that with me today. Um, uh, guys out there, if anyone listening, if you guys have, you know, your two cents to add to this topic, please feel free to email us. Oh, at yeah. Another VO podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to talk about what you guys have to say. 
Um, and yeah, uh, that's really all I had to add to that. Do you guys have anything else you want to say before we get out of here? If there's any other disc golfers out there. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do that. Oh, no, thanks for, thanks for, uh, doing this. This was a great topic. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry about the long backstory, but it, it kind of fit. <laughs> Troy, you never it have to apologize about your stories because it's not like it was boring. You know, it was great yeah. story. And you kind of like shed some light on more about, you know, where you came from. That was very interesting to hear. I mean, and you're yeah. an older fella. You have a lot more stories than we do. I wasn't going to say that, yeah. but all they did. So, I mean, you know, there you go. And just wait and tell you about the next adventure. <laughs> Oh, All boy. right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. As always, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, just subscribe, listen, you know, rate, whatever you want to do to help us out. That'd be great. Uh, we'll be back again next week with another episode for It's Another VO Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to anothervopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at anothervopodcast. See you next time.